Now, this podcast is going to be super fucking interesting, man. I, uh, I'm going to talk about prayer to God, the Father, Hindu gods, Jesus Christ, and um, uh, messiahs. It's going to get fucking weird and interesting. Uh, God, your mother, actually, is going to get fucking um, in here. And um, also, I'm going to talk about... Um, false gods and so when it's a sin and when it isn't it's gonna be in here it's fucking interesting stuff man you're gonna love it no matter your religion i'm not gonna disappoint you so god almighty what happened is he was um you know the first all right and so no one lived just him and then he gave life to others so now jesus christ a lot of you don't like him so i'm gonna go through this real fast um if you're a christian you're gonna love all this stuff everyone's gonna love it what happens is jesus christ is is among the most worthy that have ever lived to receive the power of god so god gave him life and then jesus christ is brilliant and so he's faithful and righteous and so jesus christ when he gets the power of god he also uses knowledge so when he raises the dead there's knowledge now i want to tell you guys about this so, so for doctors you'll like this when jesus christ heals the blind he does it with knowledge not only about um, knowledge of the optic nerve of the eye and the pupil and the iris and the eyeball and the eyelid and stigmas and the fucking eye or whatever you want to call it. It's anything weird things. What's that called? The thing in the eye? Is that what it's called? Stigmas. Me and Jesus, when we talk about this, we use heavenly language words. It's another language. I call it the heavenly language. I don't know if you guys call it something else, but uh, we use a different language to describe these things. So I'm not familiar with the earth language, but he does this with perfect knowledge of the eyeball. And so he knows about the mitochondria and the cells, the uh, myelin sheath of the nerve, of the optics nerve and the other nerves. In the, he also knows about the brain. He knows about the parts of the brain that control vision. And so he does it with anatomical knowledge and also knowledge of your spirit and also of your soul and also of your flesh. Because when you get blind, you, could, you might actually have a blindness that affects your soul, your spirit, and your flesh. By your flesh, I mean your physical eyeball. So he might heal all three. You don't even know it. He just fucking heals it. And you're like, oh, I can see now. And so he, he also has knowledge of how to use the power of God, you might say. That's a way to think about it. How to use it, I don't think is correct, but it's a way to think about it. And so let's just call it how to use it. So he has knowledge of the power of God. So he does it with knowledge and wisdom. And also, he has power, okay? So, he has the power of God to do miracles like healing an eye, and he does it with knowledge. Now, the devil wants to be God, but the devil's too much of a fucking idiot. So, even if God gave him the power of God, the devil's too stupid to use it. It sounds weird, but I know the devil. He's a fucking idiot, man. <laughs> and so, the devil doesn't understand the optic nerve and the eyeball. The devil thinks the power is more like a hammer. He wants to have it in his hand and swing it. But the power to heal a vaginal disease or a fucking dick impotence requires anatomical knowledge. Also, it, knowledge of whether that man has, or woman has been cursed by God, the Father. So that's power from God. Now, every time Jesus does this, he's supposed to speak about his Father and how it's his Father's power. Okay? Even though Jesus has the power of God, Jesus is supposed to do this. That'll be really important when I talk about the Hindu gods. Now, next, um, Hindu gods they do pray to Krishna and Brahman. Now, the reason is in part because 
God does Hindu things. Now, this is going to sound weird, but God does spiritual things that Christians know and spiritual things that Hindus do read about sometimes. Now, the other thing is they just call him Brahmin because it's another language. Just like Muslims, they speak a different language, so they call God Allah. But if you translate it into English, that means they call him the God. They call him the God. So it's like Christians calling him God. Muslims call him the God. I mean, it's not a sin to say that. And so people get kind of confused about this. So the next thing is that God is always Brahmin in Hinduism. So here's how it works with false gods. If someone lives in India or any place where they learn Hinduism, if they they pray and they're like, um, Brahmin, uh, I'm praying to you. I know you're God. I'm kind of confused whether it's your name because Christians say it isn't. Muslims say it might be. Buddhists are not sure. And Hindus say it is. Um, but I know you're God, so I'm praying to the one true God, no matter what you're going to call you. That's an acceptable prayer to God. You're just like, they're just like, hey, God, um, I'm praying for the same thing everyone else prays about. Uh, I'm praying that my wife has a um, happy life. My kids, you know, are healthy and happy their whole childhood. Thanks for all the money I got and for the food and stuff. Amen. You know, they just pray the fucking Hindu way. They're, when you pray to the one true God, it's not a sin. Now, Lucifer, when Lucifer prays, he calls himself Jesus Christ. So he's like, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, that's me. Um, I'm praying to myself, uh, save myself, amen. You know, I mean, it's just fucking stupid when somebody prays to themselves. And so that's false God prayer. It's the stupidest shit people ever imagine. Now, I'm going to use a rocket ship example. A rocket ship is just a fucking thing that goes in space. We all know what it is. It goes up. NASA has them. And so if a man prayed to a rocket ship, he'd be like, okay, uh, rocket ship, I'm calling you God. Um, you're mine, and um, I want you to be God to me. Amen. That'd be the fucking stupidest prayer ever. But someone might say, oh, well, that's funny because a rocket ship is kind of complicated. I mean, is God complicated? But then you're like, no, that's fucking stupid, dude. Who would pray to a fucking rocket ship? It's like computer parts and aluminum. It's fucking mechanical. And it's the same thing when somebody prays to a rock. Thousands of years ago, they prayed to rocks because they didn't have fucking mechanical things like rocket ships and computers. They just had simple shit like rocks and trees. They're like, oh, let's fucking pray to something else. They're like, oh, tree, you were God. I mean, they're just fucking idiots. So that's false god worship. It's idiots like Lucifer. Now, in the future, during the end times, the false prophet, he wants to pray to himself. And so he's like, um, okay, me, I'm going to call myself father. Uh, father, I am my father. Um, I will um, save myself or something or call myself father. Uh, guess any man or something? I mean, the false prophet's going to be a fucking idiot. You won't believe what a fucking bozo he is. Now, in Hinduism, they sometimes say they think Jesus Christ is Krishna. And the reason is, sometimes when they pray to Krishna, Jesus Christ answers. All right, so think about this from God's perspective. You got a bunch of men and women that live in the earth, and then they pray, and they're like, you know, I'm faithful. And then they pray, and they're like, oh, God, this says we can pray to Krishna. I fucking trust God. And they pray, uh, Brahman, I think you're my father. Amen. Uh, Krishna, I think you're cool. Um, here it says you give me blessings. Amen. You know, Christians know that Jesus can give blessings. God gave him the power to do it. So when they pray to Krishna, then sometimes Jesus answers. Think about it from God's perspective. They just see someone fucking praying. Now, what Jesus is supposed to do when he does this is he's supposed to fucking give a shout out to God and be like, hey, I'll fucking pass your prayer on to God. See, in the, in the future, Jesus isn't the only one that's going to get power of God. A bunch of others are going to get a little bit here and there. In the past, Lucifer had it. So a lot of Christians were like, it's a sin. No one's going to have, her have it. Well, Lucifer had it in the book of Job. So for all you Christians that are arguing with me, hit pause, go read the book of Job, chapters one and two, and then come back to me and finish the podcast. Okay, for everyone else, I'm just going to keep rolling with it. 
Um, it's like gods and demons wiki. God chose that in this universe, he wants to have a whole bunch of gods running around using the power of God. So he made it so we can all use hammers, fucking carpenters running around. He made it so men and women can have children, fathers and mothers. See, that's what he chose. He's our heavenly father. Men get the honor of being a real father on the earth too. All right, that's great. It's an honor to be a father. It's an honor to be a mother. Women get the honor. It's great. We both get it. And so he decided to live in a universe where there's fucking the devil, demons, Jesus Christ, God's running around. So in the future, he's just going to fucking hand it out. Now, a lot of them don't really make the cut. They're like Lucifer. They fucking, they fuck it up a lot. But you know, that's how it's going to be in the future. It's going to be fucking weird and awkward. When you get to heaven, God sorts all this out. But it's just kind of a funny thing. So in Hinduism... There, they, there's a bunch of different gods that they pray to, and so God made it for them, just like the false god thing. If they, if they kneel and pray and call themselves some fucking weird false god thing, then, um, then what ends up happening is Uh, it's a sin, but but I want to get back into the whole God's thing. So no, we talked about Jesus healing someone's eyeball. Now, in order for us to do this with a, with the power of God, like what Lucifer had, Lucifer had a fucking brutish power of God. It's like, Ugh! and Job got boils. Okay, Lucifer's thought was, Ugh, hurt Job, and so Lucifer doesn't really understand power and knowledge. Lucifer doesn't understand cells and microbiology, and back then, no one had knowledge of it really. So Lucifer had kind of a brutish application of power, but someone that really understands this stuff uh, might one day have the power of God. So doctors and physicians, they might study anatomy and learn the eyeball and stuff like that. But then if they have the power of God, they don't just know the eyeball in general. If they heal one man or one woman or one child, they know everything about that man's eyeball or that woman's eyeball, which is different. And also the child's eyeball, that one's different too. Everyone's got a different eyeball. And so when Jesus does it, he knows their genetic structure. He knows everything about it straight down to the atom. Okay. And so when he heals it, let's say it was damaged because a rock hit it. He restores it to the way it's supposed to be. So if some of the cells were damaged and died, he replaces those or heals them and brings them back from the dead or whatever the thing is that needs to be done. So healing is actually a complicated process. If somebody gets hit in the eye with a rock, then, um, what ends up happening is, uh, you know, four cells in the eyeball might actually die and there might be dead eyeball cells. And then they might go to Jesus, Jesus, heal me. And he could go right there, bring those four cells back to life, restore normal cellular function, remove all the toxins from the cells and then, um, heal all the nerve ending damage and the optic stuff inside of the eyeball, the iris, uh, the cornea and all of that. And then maybe there might be some other problems. He fucking heals it all and gets rid of the pain too. And he does it instantly as a miracle from God. So they don't even feel anything. They just feel their eye restored. Perfect. So the miracle from God stuff also doesn't just include healing and bringing it from the dead. It's making sure there's no pain and it feels great when it happens. Can It feels exactly how it's happening. It feels like it's a miracle is what it means. It's not a, it's not like a cover up. Um, it's a miracle thing. So it's perfect. And so doctors and physicians might learn this stuff. And then one day, if God, if they become worthy, then God might give them some power to heal eyeballs or something. It might be their passion. It might be like a man or a woman that likes fucking healing eyeballs or something. And they study the eyeball and then God might give them the power to heal the blind. You know, it's not a fucking limit. Now, for a lot of you Christians that are like, Jesus is the only one that's God. 
calm the fuck down, man. There's no place in the Bible that says that, but there is something that says his father is the only one that's God. And that's called the whole Bible. The whole Bible says that his father is the only one true God, including the New Testament, including what Jesus said. Now, Jesus gets the honor um, to be um, called one of the gods. But Jesus, like everyone in the future, is a lesser God. He's lesser than his father, and it is a fact. And I think Christians all know it, but get a little bit carried away with exalting Jesus with their conversation. Now, I'm going to go back to answering prayers and reveal some of the secrets about why only God can do this. Um, in order to answer prayers, let's, so if you live in the earth, all of you do that are going to listen to this. Jesus, in order to answer your prayers, needs to know where the earth is, the orbit and rotation of the earth, where it is around the sun, where the sun is, where the galaxy is in this universe. He needs to know exactly where every person is. Because when he fucking answers, he's sending a fucking heart location signal system straight to where you are. But if he does it incorrectly, it goes to where you were, and the answer doesn't go to your heart or your mind or your ear. Jesus has the power at this time to answer all of your prayers, but he never does. And he can answer several ways. He can answer with miracles. He can answer with uh, words. He can speak to you. He can answer by standing in front of you. You can see him like a fucking angel, man, right in front of you in the flesh. But the reason he doesn't do it is because he's rebellious against God. And so that's the answer. What happened long ago is that Jesus came to the earth and he wanted to be the first Messiah and the best Messiah, probably. Um, and so he, he told everyone he would answer their prayers, but he didn't have the power yet. He knew that one day God would give him the power. And so he lived about 10,000 years into the future. And then God gave him incredible fucking power, brought him back in time to the very beginning. And then Jesus made all things. And every time God makes, uh, creates something, Jesus also makes it. They do it together like a fucking team. Okay. So it's, it's cool. But Jesus has also lived so a second time from the beginning. He lived all the way from the beginning and then again, and then again. So he's lived now, God brings him back in time, Jesus has more power. So over time, God's given Jesus more power. In the past, he walked on water, you know, at least once that we know of. I only know of once. But in the future, he might do it a bunch of times. He might run on water or fucking handstand on water. Okay, God's gonna give him more power as time goes on. One day, Jesus might fucking dance on water or water ski on water or something. I don't know. Uh, he might, you know, do it on his hands. I don't, you know, handstand one arm or something. You know, maybe God will give him this, the power to free curl, you know, your bench press weight or something. I don't know. Just maybe Jesus will have the power to stand in the sun. But right now he doesn't have all power. Over time, God gives him more. So that's how it goes with all the gods in the Hindu and other pantheon when we do it correctly. Now for Christians, you're going to love this. This is super funny. Um, the um, Hindu goddess Saraswati is also known by other names. And what she does is she just goes around fucking around. Now, she's not a real Hindu. She's just a human being, like one of God's children, like all of us. But she gets the power of God someday. And so when, she, when people pray to her, she typically doesn't answer. Typically because at this time, there's a big rebellion going on with God's children. And you guys are stuck in the middle of it. See... There's a big contest about who's worthy to be called God and all that kind of shit going on. And even Jesus Christ is rebelling. And the proof of it is that Jesus never answers prayers. Neither do the other Hindu gods. And they're all here and they're all rebelling against God. See, they all sinned. 
when Jesus lived, he never sinned that whole life, but he's lived thousands of years again and again and again and again, brought back in time with more power. So Jesus Christ is actually here four times. He's here now. He's going to live 10,000 more years and get brought back and then another million and same thing. Uh, later in the future, he'll get brought back again. He has more power then. So Jesus Christ can answer your prayers at any time. So could Krishna. That's praying to Jesus if you... You know, it's kind of like it. Well, that's really praying to Krishna, but he's the one who typically answers. And they know it because it's like Jesus in their heart or whatever. So when when you pray, if you if you give homage to God, then it makes sense. Now, that's kind of a cool way to say it. That's not a doctrine. That's just a way to think about it. Because let's hear this first. When you pray to Jesus, Jesus is supposed to fucking answer, man. He said he would, and he said he wanted the power of God, but he never answers prayers, which makes him a disappointment. So what he's supposed to do is answer you, and then he's supposed to say, hey, I want to talk to your, your heavenly father. Then he's supposed to talk to God and say, God, this is what they prayed. This is what I said. This is what I did, and this is what I'd like to do, just like an angel. You're not supposed to pray to angels. But one day God might say, it's not a sin. Why? Someone that believes God might say, you know, I think if I pray to an angel, they might carry my prayer to my heavenly father. Some people might just trust God and believe in God and angels so much that they think that God might like getting a prayer from an angel, you know, once a year. Okay. So not trying to sin. They just think angels are cool. God's cool. And so they're just like, oh, God made angels. So one day an angel might do this, but Jesus is not doing it. And that's the same thing about all the other Hindu gods. So here's how you pray to God about your prayers. What you do is you say, God, I have faith that you are the one true God and you're my heavenly father. And so you pray to him telling him what you, what you want, what you request, what you like, stuff you like about what God did or what God said or God's creation or something. Okay. And then what you do, whether you call him Brahmin or Allah or God or anything, then what you do is you, uh, then if you want to pray to someone else, what you do is you say, God, I, I'm not sure, but you might have made it possible that we can pray to, you know, Jesus, Krishna, Vishnu, you know, all these Saraswati, anyone else. And God, if they don't answer, will you do me, will you send my prayer to them? And then also make sure that I'm not doing a sin. I just think it's cool that I could fucking pray to someone for fortune. I mean, God, you made fortune and you said, yeah, I might pray to um, someone for fortune or luck or for money or for family or for health. Some people pray for kids. Now in the Hindu religion, it's kind of weird. They're like, they're like, it's for fertility and people think that's weird, but it isn't weird if you're a mother or or a father that wants to have a child and so you might say god i'd like to make this prayer and then you pray to the you know vishnu krishnu whoever it is and then if they don't answer just fucking drop your amen and be like god i prayed to them i wasn't trying to sin I'm trying to do what's fair and good in your eyes because it seems like you set this all up amen and then what happens is if they don't answer those other ones that want to be called god that are rebelling right now then they have a backlog of stuff that they promised they would do and they're not doing it so all it means is even if you live your whole life and then die and go to heaven, in your next life, God might dump fucking good luck, fortune, blessings, fertility, and everything you prayed for all on you in one lifetime. God might say, God might wait until, you know, Vishnu or someone stops rebelling and then God might just fucking dump blessings on you. All the answers to all your prayers in one lifetime. It'd be great, dude. And then if you prayed for your kids, your wife, if you're a woman, you prayed for your husband, then... Um, God might dump blessings on them too. God might do it. Like for instance, um, God might say, you know, Vishnu is kind of fucking not doing it. He's supposed to just fucking talk to you and then, you know, do the th whatever he's able to do.
And so God might say, well, I'll just do it myself. And so God the Father might just do it himself, you know, whether you call him Allah, Brahman, or anyone else. And then later, if you're praying to fucking Vishnu or whatever, he might give you the shit. Now, when you pray to Allah, Muslims typically pray in the way that's written. But they might pray in other ways, too. So that's the Almighty God. Allah just means the God. And so if you're a Muslim, you can just pray it once. Like, hey, God the Father, I believe that you are the God. I believe that you're Allah. Amen. So when I do this, I'm not trying to commit a sin, man. Now, every time you pray to um, Jesus Christ, God gets the prayer. He knows all things, all right? So it always goes to him. Now, some people pray to the Holy Ghost. They pray to their mother in heaven. And those two never answer. And so if you're trying to get to someone that's like, a God. Just pray to your Heavenly Father and do what I said. Say, God, I want to pray to you for all this stuff. Right. You say, God, I believe that I can do this and it's not a sin and I'm doing it with faith that I can trust you. Right. You make your prayer. You tell him what it is. Then you pray to like Vishnu or whoever it is. And then, um, then some people, here's a, from Cora website. So some people might say, if you're afraid of snakes, pray to Durga. If you, um, or Manasa, if you want to excel in engineering, play to pray to Lord Viswakarma. If you want to start a business, play, pray to Ganesha. If you want physical strength, pray to Hanuman. Now, what I want you guys to do, if you pray to any of these false gods, and I'll just be fucking hilarious, no matter your religion, is I want you to rebuke all of them. In the Hindu pantheon, they all want to be called Lord and shit like that. So just call them their fucking name and tell them your father is the Lord doesn't matter if you're Christian. So if, you, if you're a Christian, say, God is the Lord. Um, Ganesha. <laughs> It'll be fucking hilarious, dude. And then if you're like, if you're a fucking Hindu, just say, um, you know, maybe you go to Vishnu. You're like, hey, Vishnu, uh, I'm supposed to pray to you if I'm um, in distress. I want to be saved. So uh, here, here's the thing. Uh, anytime I'm in distress, fucking I'm praying right now in case I forget later. And uh, your father is God. Just, you know, just do something cool like that. And then those guys, they might actually get some fucking re reasonable, decent prayers. See, one of the things that happens when you guys pray is you kind of go on like, hey, I want some money. And unfortunately, those guys kind of treat it like it's not, like you're not really committed to that. Now, that's not true. It's your life. It's important to you. And so you're committed to these things. But what you can do is treat it like it's a fucking homework assignment, like it's a test book answer. And so... You're like, okay, what am I praying? And then so you pray to God. God, I'm praying that my kids have fucking new t-shirt, dude. I'm honestly, seriously, I was going to do this long prayer about how I want money and stuff. But the truth is, I just want my boy to have a fucking t-shirt and my girl too. All right? All my kids each get a new t-shirt. Amen. You know, God might just fucking do it with a miracle. Or fucking some weird mystery. Money just might fucking land on your lap. You might just get normal pay and fucking all of a sudden you seem like you have a lot more money than normal. I, I mean, who knows how it might happen. And then if you decide to pray to a fucking Hindu God, do the whole thing. Vishnu. I don't know if you fucking answer t-shirt prayers, but it seems like it might not be a sin. So I prayed to your, your heavenly father. I don't think it's a sin. I'm praying to you too. He made it so there's a bunch of fucking weird God shit running around. There's Jesus Christ. He can do God stuff. I'm reading on the internet. You can do it. 
I'm praying for t-shirts from you too. In fact, I want two from your father and two from you, just because I think it'd be fun. And if God says it's a sin later, I'll repent, because I'm not actually trying to sin, I just wanted to fucking see if this is a fun, cool prayer. Also, it says here, you're God. And so if you really are God, I'd like to see you and your father right now. He's my father, and you want to see him. And he made you. And if he made you God, it'd be cool to see you too. I want to meet you so I know, rather than have to guess. Because I'm reading the internet, I'm fucking tired of this guessing who is God bullshit. They'll, all of those fucking weird, um, gods would fucking love that shit. <laughs> they would, they'd fucking love it. If they finally have some fucking interesting prayers, because a lot of times you guys are like, oh, I'm just so poor. And, you know, honestly, I'd like it if they would answer that prayer by giving you money sometimes, but they don't. Now, praying for money. With God, it might be instant. He might have answered it before you even prayed. Pray it anyways. Um, he might answer it later. That's God the Father. You might call him Brahmin, Allah the Lord or whatever else. Okay. Now, if you pray to anyone else, here's the funny thing. They seem to have a disagreement with God. God made food. God made clothes. God made your house, you know, made the trees at least. And so when you pray for money, so you can fucking have your house roof fixed or so you can have a nice house for your family or so you, you and your kids and the one you're married to can have a clothes and food and shit. That's not a bad prayer. That's fucking reasonable, man. God made all that stuff and we can enjoy all of that stuff. But what ends up happening a lot of the time when people pray for money all the time is they end up, um, that the false gods or, or not really false gods, excuse me, whatever. False gods are not the same. If you pray to false gods, they're more like demons. They can't even answer that. So false gods are more like, um, um, what are they called? Ball from, uh, Stargate SG one, but also from the Bible, which is kind of funny to me. Also, um, Ashtaroth is a false god. So people pray to them when they want to pray to a demon. So a false god's more like a demon. It's like the, you pray to the false god, the, the, the false god Ashtaroth is like, kill, rape. And you're like, what? And the false god's like, kill, worship the false god. And you're like, that's fucking crude. But they might actually answer you. So I, I'm going to be honest, I've trolled the false gods before they answer, but they're just demons. So they just like leave as soon as you don't pray to them anymore. And so I wasn't sinning, but. So if you do it trolling, just make sure you don't cross the line. But anyways, it's funny to do it. They actually do answer a lot more than um, the Hindu gods or than the almighty God. He doesn't answer with words almost ever. Probably because you turned your back on him. Which means when you pray to the Hindu gods, you turned your back on them too. And on Jesus Christ. So return to God and then you might fucking hear, the, hear them speak. But when you pray to the Hindu gods, they agree with Jesus Christ in general that men might have too much money. And they like it when you go through a hardship or difficulty or struggles or troubles or uh, things like that. Because they believe that when you're tested, then it proves your character. But the problem is that they do this lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. Like, what I mean is you, you, your grandfather lived and died and went to heaven. And then his son might live and die and go to heaven. And then you might live, die, and go to heaven. And then Jesus is like, I tested you. When are you going to give the fucking answer to the prayer? You promised you'd answer the prayer. So... I disagree with Jesus. Jesus wants everyone to be tested with how poverty you can handle. But not me. I'm more like, how much money do you need? Well, here's extra. I'd like everyone to have extra money so you can enjoy your life. Everything you want and everything you need, as long as it's not sin wants. But like everything you need and then maybe everything you want. I like extra money. God made it. What are you going to buy with it? Food, clothes, nice house. God made the food. God made so you can have clothes. He made the cotton, the linen. He made the wood so you can the nails, you know, the iron so you can have houses, whatever your nails are made out of, zinc. He made all the metal for nails. Like, just, it's all stuff God made and you can enjoy your life. That's not a sin. So I disagree with Jesus, but all the, the Hindu gods seem to agree with him at this time. So when you make a prayer, pray to God the Father, then pray to them, then pray to God again. And then the, it gets the backlog for them. God rebukes them and says, why didn't you answer these prayers today? And then 
the next day, he says, okay. He reminds them of all the prayers they never answered. And then he rebukes them again. The next day, more people pray. And God reminds them of all the prayers they never answered. So these guys are do were doing a rebellion. They refuse to obey God. God keeps rebuking them, saying, you said you wanted to be called God. You said you wanted to answer prayers. And now on the earth, there's books where people are, it's where it's written, they can pray to you and they do, but you don't answer very often. And when you do, you don't do much. You like, you give them a feeling in their heart or something, but then you never speak to them. It's a rebellion. And it's kind of a philosophy dispute, but they're wrong and God's right. Now the devil, Lucifer, he wants to learn spiritual secrets. So he wants to know when you're praying in your heart and then he wants to know how to answer it. Now he's not smart enough to do this, so he'll never have the power to do it, but he wants to find you. He wants to answer you every time you pray and he wants to pretend to be God and he wants to answer in your heart because he thinks that you'll believe that he's Jesus Christ. And he wants to tempt you to sin by doing this. So we got a big dispute. Why? Jesus doesn't answer prayers that often. He does do miracles. He does do mysteries. So one day you might pray for food. You might be homeless. And then if someone might drive by and give you a sandwich. Now that's both the person did charity, but also Jesus answered your prayer. That does happen. Okay. It's a fact. And I've seen it and I know he does it. Okay. He's told me before and I've seen him do it. It's amazing how this works. It's both. They did the charity and Jesus answered your prayer. Okay. But a lot of the other Hindu gods and Jesus Christ, they don't always answer when you pray for money or a sandwich or something. And you know, they might have a good reason for not answering. Okay. It's their decision. They chose to do it this way, but we seem to have a dispute. And what is it? Lucifer wants to speak to you every time you pray. Those gods, which I would call like lesser gods, lesser than their father, those lesser gods, they want to be like, they never answer or they don't answer enough, it's more like it. When I say they never answer, it's more of a colloquial earth expression. It's like if somebody, um, you know, if, if a man pees on the toilet half the time, his wife's gonna say he always does it. Okay, so Jesus isn't peeing on the toilet or anything, but I'd like it if those, if Jesus would answer more. The people haven't all rejected him entirely. They just, but people reject him a little, maybe a lot. I don't wanna get into that. And so, now, when we talk about um, prayer, to any God, now uh, this can be super fun, uh, whether it's Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, um, an angel named Raphael, um, Hindu gods, um, or the Almighty God. We're talking about mainly praying to the Father. Why? Or praying to angels. Because you control everyone except for God, the Father. So what I want you to do is find um, a real need. So, you know, I really would like it if uh, my, my son that's dyslexic can read. Or I'd really like it if my daughter that has uh, pain in her elbow, if that goes away. Find like a real need like that. And then fucking hammer the false gods. And here's what I want you to do it. You know, pray to your pray to your heavenly father, whether you call him Brahmin, God, the Lord, or Allah. Okay, pray to him and say, you know, God, I would like my daughter's elbow to be healed, or I want my neighbor's poor and his kids don't have enough food, and I don't have enough money to help him. So I, I pray that you do it because you can do all things. All right, 
then say, God, I want to pray to one of your false gods, or not, not false gods, the real gods. Because I, I think that you made, you know, Jesus Christ God, I believe he's God. I believe you made the Holy Ghost God and Raphael, or whatever you think, okay? And then what'll happen is, then you, then God's going to tell them, all right? Before it happens, actually, God will tell them. And then you, you pray to them, and you can say, hey, I heard that you answer prayers. And if you're not going to answer this prayer, then speak to me clearly and audibly in a way that I know is from you and say, what prayers will you answer? And then, so you pray that and say, then, oh, I also pray that you heal my daughter's elbow, uh, make it so my son's not dyslexic. And so my neighbor has money for his kids to have food. And then you know, amen, drop a fucking amen. Say, Hey God, I did it for the sin. Fucking tell me right now. Cause I, I want to keep doing it. That was fun. And then see if any of them answer you, drop it in your heart too. Uh, once they have that, you know, then God will tell them, God will say, Hey, someone prayed to you with their mouth, with their heart prayed to me, told me what was going to happen. And then God's going to tell him, look, if you guys want to be called gods, you better start up in your fucking game, you know, and they might start to actually answer and stuff. And they might think about their philosophy and stuff. Now they're rebelling against God. And when they start rebelling, they, maybe they're going to lose some of the power they have, or maybe they'll repent and start answering your prayers. So it'd be a lot of fun to see what happens. I recommend you start doing it this way because they might start, um, answering. Okay, a couple funny things. Now, the first thing is the world always says, don't pray to other gods, it's a sin, it's really bad. Okay, now the truth is, they're not drawing a distinction. It is bad to pray to false gods, but it is not a sin to pray to these others. God arranged it because so it could fucking happen. Now, one of the reasons is actually really funny. If you pray to a Hindu god for good fortune, the Hindu God might not know everything about it. And then they might say, you know, God, I'm kind of befuddled because they want good luck fishing. And I don't know how to do that. And what happens is God teaches that man or woman that's like supposed to answer your prayer, how to do it. Then him and God, if you pray to a female, her and God, they do it together. Okay. So it is God, your father that answers your prayer. All right. And so if this happens, it's not a sin, but it's also what they're supposed to do. If they, whether they answer or not, is they're supposed to do two things. One is they're supposed to, um, t talk to you and say, <clears throat> like, Hey, what up? I'm the one you prayed to. Um, we're answering your prayer. Next time you go fishing, uh, me and your heavenly father. Um, uh, and then also to say, he is the great God and I am lesser than him. But I learned today much about the mysteries of fishing. And then you might, that, that one you pray to might speak to you about the mysteries of God and you might have knowledge of God, not forbidden secrets, but things that are cool and interesting. Okay, and they're supposed to teach you about God's magnificent creation, to teach you about God, what God said, what God did. It should actually be a fucking cool story every time. It's like if an angel comes and speaks to you and you're like, wait, are you taking my prayer to heaven and also my request? And like the angel goes, that angel might come back and be like, okay, here's what God said and what God did and what he's going to do later. And it's just, that's how it should be. The angel should say, yes, I will. Okay. And so these, these gods that are like Hindu gods should be like servants of God. They're not greater gods. They can't do anything he can't do. He can do everything. He can do all things, but they can do a few things, all right? So he's the great God, and when you pray to them, they're supposed to speak to you about him, just like when you pray to Jesus Christ or when Jesus does a miracle. It's supposed to be exactly the same. 
Now, the other thing I want to tell you is that um, this is going to sound weird, but a lot of you, when you pray to uh, anyone that's, um, let's say, a god in a different pantheon, um, if you think there's a god named Zeus, I, I don't know if their god ever did that, but God might just hand it off to someone else and be like, hey, do you want to pretend you're Zeus today? And then they might be like, no, but, you know, fucking, if they think that there's a real god named Zeus, are they sinning? God might be like, not really. They thought there's a real god named Zeus that's lesser than me. So they might actually, so I want to that's the truth. These guys, these men and women that are in the pantheons, they're regular men and women that just learned the power of God and God gave it to them and, and they're, they're cool. They, they like normal conversations. And so they might be like, all right. And they, they like answer or something like, don't pray to Zeus, pray to God. And they're like, oh, I want to see if this is real. But then this, then they find out there's a man in the earth. There's 15, a young man. And he just wanted to know if Zeus is a real God, because he thought it'd be fun if there was like gods and demons and, you know, God, the father who made them all. And so he's not sinning at all. He's just trying to like find out, like, how does this all work? And he's hoping, so he, what he planned for his day, he's like, well, I'll pray to Zeus. I'll pray to, um, the great spirit, the native American God. And he's like searching the internet to find other gods. He's like, I'll pray to Krishna. And he's just trying to figure it out. Like, are they real? You know, what is life like? Are there demons? I mean, he's just a 15 year old boy having a fucking fun time. He's not trying to sin. He just figures maybe God made a bunch of other gods. I'll pray to them too. You know, maybe he prayed to God and did all this stuff. He was just bored. Maybe you wanted to find out. Yeah, I mean, who knows? So then they might be like, oh, that's fun. And then they might like talk to a 15 year old and be like, yes, I am God. I am real. And he's like, whoa, dude. And be like, then they might say, I am in a, a pantheon. They're like, what? No way. I mean, the, for the boy, it's fucking fun. He goes to heaven. And then later God talks to him about the whole thing. And the guy's like, fuck, dude, that was a fun story, man. How fun was that? And so these, when you pray to someone that's like, um, Uh, someone that's in the pantheons or whatever you want to call it, they're actually cool people. And so you can say cool stuff like, hey, is what the, is what's written on the internet about you correct? Like, is Ganesha, Ganesha really an elephant? And how do I pronounce get that name correctly? Is Jesus Christ really Krishna? Is the Holy Ghost really Vishnu? God, do you like to be called Brahmin or Brahma or something else? You know, and so... If you just ask these questions, one day they might answer you, even if it's not today. I'd prefer it if they answered today, but the truth is they have this weird rebellion and so they're not answering. And when you find out what the reason is, it's probably going to be after you die and go to heaven. When you find out, you're going to say, that is fucking weird, dude. You're going to say, dude, that is a fucking weird rebellion, but it's not just them, man. It's the book of Isaiah chapter one, rebellion still going on. And so, um... And what I was going to say is they're actually really cool. Now, you might not notice if they answer, but if you think they did, just say thank you, like a courtesy. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, if you say to your neighbor, like, hey, man, later on, can I borrow your lawnmower? And then all of a sudden it's in your fucking yard. You later, just fucking put it back and say thanks if you get a chance. If he's not there, write him a fucking note and say thank you and put it on the lawnmower. He'll get it eventually. Same thing with these guys. Just fucking tell them thank you. If you get it, just fucking throw, throw a casual thank you. You won't believe it. But you guys don't have to get all fucking uppy, like, uppity, like, um, oh, thank you, such high God. You are so high and so God. You don't have to do that. Just be like, thanks, dude. That was fucking cool. They'll appreciate this, what I just said way more. Treat them like they're a cool person you like. All right? So be like, when they, when you pray to them, if they answer, be like, sweet, dude, that was fucking rad. They'll really appreciate that a lot. 
you know, or if they, if it happens that you get it and you don't know if it's like a fucking answer to your prayer or not, just fucking drop a thank you to them and God if you can. You can speak it. You can do it in your heart. If you feel embarrassed to say it with your mouth, they're not going to be offended. They're like hidden gods right now. In the future, they won't be, okay? And then you'll all understand it. You'll be like, oh, that makes sense. All right? Um... A lot of Christians are overly afraid that it's a sin to think there's other gods. And so maybe that's better because then they won't commit, you know, heresy or whatever. But as long as you, once you figure it out, you're like, dude, that is so fucking funny. People get the power of God sometimes. And you're like, yeah. And so one day I'll talk about all the powers of the other gods, but and false gods, maybe the next podcast. But when you do pray to these other like gods, you'll do that right now. Um, there'll be podcast for tomorrow. Remember they're cool. Tell them thanks. And occasionally, if you pray to them or something, try to um, drop a few words like that. Be like, yo, Vishnu, I think you're one rad fucking 70s bell bottoms wearing disco dancing dude. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, he'll fucking love it, dude. And if you pray to like uh, Vishnu's wife or like Sarah Swati or um, any of the other female goddesses, be like, like you know, say her name, like let's say Sarah Swati or something. You, like you, so, Sarah Swati, I think you are one rad bitch. <laughs> All right, and then just fucking tell her, I think you're fucking cool. I think you're chill. I think you're dope. I think you're like, and then you like, amen or whatever. End of prayer. Like, they don't care. You don't have to say amen all the fucking time. Just be like, end of prayer or something. Done. All right. And then um, you got to do it in your heart, though. It's way better if you do it in your heart. Try to figure out how to do this in your heart. Work at it. It's, w- it's worth it. And then, you know, if you fucking go to, like, Vishnu again, you'd be like, Vishnu, you are a fucking extreme adventurer. Like, you're more, you're as adventurous as Indiana Jones. <laughs> like, you're as good of a pilot as Tom Cruise on Top Gun. You are a fucking badass at riding a bicycle <laughs> you know it's anything like that tell them like dude you do the best mountain biking up and down mountains that, that all time. just say, say something cool to them they'll fucking love that and then pretty soon I'm telling you right now if you start to fucking do shit like that they might have conversations with you so if you're a fucking chill conversationist they might actually have conversations with you I am not kidding if you're like you know Krishna I bet you're the fastest fighter jet pilot of all time you know, a lot of you might get all fucking serious and it is Jesus who answers, but it, and he might be all uptight at first, but if you fucking keep doing this, dude, I'm telling you right now, he might start to fucking joke around with you and he's fucking hilarious. He's a lot of fun. He might be like all uptight and you have like, I am answering, but then you just keep doing it. But like, dude, I bet you are a fucking pro bunt, like pro parachuter. Like, dude, if you jump out of a fucking airplane, I bet it's the most fucking extreme dive. <laughs> I mean, just just fucking just start going on and like this, all these adventures. Just think of movies or something. Be like, I bet you're the best at like sword fighting, you know, the mummy in the mummy movie or um, monster truck racing. I bet you do the biggest monster truck jumps. Just, just do anything fun and interesting. Dude, he might actually answer and it might be fucking hilarious. And if he does, wait a minute. If it doesn't say anything, then just fucking keep, just keep rolling with it. I'm going to tell you how right now. No, I'll do it in the next podcast.